We do miss uh, Mike and Karen tonight. They got to slip away for a few days uh, a couple services ago. Brother Mike, uh, we were getting ready to step off the platform, and he uh, turned. He said, you know something, Brother Shake? He said, it's a possibility, a good possibility that my mom and dad have not even had time to think about me uh, because they have been so focused on Jesus since they got to heaven. And uh, I never thought about that, but uh, I thought, well, I hope my mom's at least thought about me for a second. Um, but uh, anyway, that's probably true. When, what a day that is going to be. And uh, this is a good day. Brother James, uh, Miss Kathy, uh, they're going to head to Fredericksburg Friday. And, uh, and so I want you to pray for their safety and protection. But it's good to have you tonight. You come, you preach. God bless you. Sure appreciate you. Thank you, preacher. Thank you, Preacher Shake. Am I too loud? Am I sound good? Thank you, Alex. Alex is a good man. He gets everything lined up for us so you can hear me. And, uh, beautiful indeed. Oh, here's one, a little correction. The preacher said Sunday that I'd preach two hours. I will preach two hours minus one hour and 40 minutes. So what's that leave? Y'all good, y'all good mathematicians? Stand up, speak up, shut up, and sit down. That's my philosophy. Philosophy. Uh, that's a good spirit. I mean, a homiletical habitude. Uh, so just stand up, speak up, shut up, and sit down. I think people like that. They like a man to stand up. They like them to speak up. They like them in time to shut up and sit down. And you just keep going on and on and on and on. But oh, just one. This will take about three minutes. This is a, a medical update. Had to go to the doctor today to the VA in Salem. He looks at me. He said, well, he told me twice I look good. So I thought that was real nice of him to say that. But he told me, he said, I'll tell you one thing. He said, now you're going to have to lose a little bit of weight. I mean, that's just the way it is. I said, well, he, I said, I got a little problem with my knee. He said, that's why you need to lose some weight. You take that. He said, if you lose weight, that knee will spring back. You won't have no problem with it at all anymore. I thought for one for a little bit, my wife was putting something in my clothes that made him shrink up, but I don't think that's the problem. I think it's something else, don't y'all? Yep, yeah, I know. But thank you, thank you, church. I said the other uh, evening when I was standing up here and had prayer, I love Auburn Baptist Church. I do. I love being here. I love you as a member. Well, of course, the members are the church. I mean, I like the building. It's okay, too. But you people are the church. And I love you, and you are a blessing to me more ways than I can tell you what a blessing you are. I like our preacher, Preacher Shake, too. I told him, I said, here's the thing. I said, here you're in Austin, are y'all standing here? And, and Austin, he heard me. I said, preacher, if I fall out, I said, you take over. And, if, and I said, Austin, if preacher falls out, you take over. So we got back up, back up, back up. Got, so we got plenty of help, don't we, folks? Isn't it good to have brothers in the Lord? And everything is wonderful indeed. Alex told me that he had to leave as soon as he's got my guess. Is he already gone? Oh, he's out there. He's going to go and, and, and be uh, first responder tonight. He's got to be re ready to fly uh, the helicopter. And so I thought, first responder. Boy, thank God for first responders. The work they do, they go through some tough places and hard places, dangerous places, put their own lives in jeopardy to help someone else. Matter of fact, in Buffalo, New York, they had a couple of instances 
where they, the call came in, and it was so bad the first responders couldn't get there. Now, I mean, that's bad, and that's real bad. But I can guarantee you those first responders, it just kind of just eat at them because they couldn't get there because the first responder wants to respond and do what's right. I've been thinking a little bit. Of course, sometimes I have been known to do that. And, uh, but I've been thinking about first responders, and again, what a blessing they are. And it hit me that all in the Christmas story, how many in the Christmas story were first faith responders? First faith responders, that's why in, that, in the Christmas story, and we're going to look at, at some of the verses, but an hour quote some of them. How many fear nots? I think there are four fear nots. You know, fear cancels faith and faith cancels fear. If you're full of fear, you don't have faith. But if you have faith, fear, fear just slides away. So again, here, here is uh, starting out, and I'm going to maybe come back and read Matthew 1. You can go there. You may read some of that in just a moment. You hear Zechariah. He's in the temple. He's doing his duty uh, at the time of the burning of incense. That's a picture of prayer going up, uh, God's people praying. It says the people were outside praying while Zechariah was in the temple offering up the, the incense burning. And all of a sudden, here's the good news angel. His name is Gabriel. He said, fear not, Zechariah. Your prayer's heard. You're going ha- to have a baby, you and, you and Elizabeth. Wow, they've been praying so long, they've given up praying, had no idea. Yes, um, Elizabeth, who's been barren, she's going to have a baby. Well, I mean, it, it got Zechariah so, so uh, bummedly fuzzled that what he did, he couldn't talk for nine months, couldn't speak for nine months. But then once they, he wrote on that tablet that said, his name is not going to be Zechariah, his name is John. He's the forerunner of the Lord Jesus. He's going to be like Elijah. He's going to make a run. So again, uh, uh, Zechariah was speechless. Elizabeth, she was overwhelmed. She hid herself when she found out she was, going to, she was expecting. She hid herself uh, for a number of months. And then here we go. Uh, here is in Nazareth, a military town. A, a hard for a young woman to keep her virtue in a military town, Nazareth. And here is a Mary there, and the angel comes to her and says, Hail, Mary, you're highly favored of the Lord. Uh, you're going to have a baby. She said, How can this be? I know not. I'm, how can it be? He said, And then the, uh, he said, Fear not, Mary. Of course, again, that fear not. Don't be afraid. You're going to have a baby. And here she is, probably 16, 17, maybe 18 years old. We don't know for sure. But she's young. And so she's going to have, fear not, Mary. You're going to, you're going to, have, a, uh, you're going to have a baby. And she's, well, how can that be? She said, I know not a man. He said, well, uh, uh, remember this. Elizabeth is expecting. That's your, that's your cousin. She's expecting. That's, she was barren. That's got to encourage you some. He said, and the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you and overshadow you, and that holy thing that is born of you shall be called the Son of God. And she, and she said, and then the, then, then the Scripture says, for with God, with God all things are possible. And then I can almost hear them thinking about their minds are just a cracking and a popping. They go all the way back to Abraham and Sarah. When God told Abraham and Sarah, she's been barren, she couldn't have a baby, he said, uh, the angel came and said, you're going to have a baby. Sarah's going to have a baby. And Abraham, he laughed. He laughed with God. And then he told Sarah, and she laughed at God. And then here's the thing that came, that came on that. Uh, and when, the, when it all went through all of that, and they said, well, I didn't. And the Bible says, is there anything too hard for the Lord? So I looked at that, fear not, Mary. And then, <laughs> so we got, fear not, Joseph. Poor Joseph. 
He said, well, I know one thing. The baby's not mine. She's been unfaithful. That's all he could think. And I'll, I'll tell you what, been, been logical, biologically thinking, she had to be unfaithful. She's going to have a baby. The baby's not mine. She's been betrothed to me, but she'd been unfaithful. He had a right to have her stoned to death, but he was going to be a just man and put her away privately by divorce. And what a nice thing for him to do. But he, he couldn't take it. So the good Lord had to put him to sleep, gave him spiritual anesthesiology or whatever it is. But he put him to sleep. And in a dream, he said, fear not, Joseph. There's another fear to take unto thee, Mary, thy wife. She hadn't been unfaithful. Matter of fact, she had been very faithful. And that holy thing shall be uh, born of her, shall be called the Son of God. Yes, and call him Je- you'll call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. And I, and I hear, oh, Joseph, he woke up, and he did exactly like the angel said. I think I would, too, after all of that. But how many fear? I've seen four fear nots already. Fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. First faith responders, people who had, who had no, no idea about the Christ. Well, they'd heard in the Old Testament that a Messiah was coming. They understood that, but had no idea that they were going to be the ones that through him the Christ child was going to come and that be a surrounding by them. What an absolutely, absolutely amazing. Uh, old Simeon and Anna, he was an older fellow there in the temple. When he saw the Lord Jesus, he said, let me depart in peace now and go to heaven. He said, mine eyes have seen your salvation. And then Anna, she was up in years too. She was a widow lady. Her husband was dead. And she said almost the very same thing. She said, I'm, I'm ready to leave here now because I've seen the Christ child. Listen, uh, what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story. And then the wise men, I'll just bring them in. They only came about 18 months, two years after the birth. They came to the house there and... Uh, of course, old Herod said, oh, uh, where is he to be born? And, of course, they told him, said, well, in Bethlehem of Judah. Uh, and uh, where, Well, uh, old Herod said, well, you, you men, go find him. When you find him, bring word back. I'm going to go worship him, too. Uh, that's called a L-I-A-R. He wanted to kill the Lord Jesus. Someone said about Herod, you'd be better off to be his hog than to be his son. That's what a vicious person he was. Vicious, vicious indeed. So I think of first faith responders and, and, and these individuals, how they had to, had to be, be, be strong and uh, had to believe God, just simply believe the bare word of, of God. Now, you and I don't have angels speaking to us today. We have a complete revelation from Genesis to Revelation and from Genesis all the way through Revelation. You have pictures after picture after picture after picture, story after story after story, word after word after word. The Christ child is going to be born. The Messiah, the one to deliver is coming. I love that song uh, that I think uh, maybe Melody and uh, Austin sang. The son that you delivered will soon deliver you. I mean, Mary, did you know that your baby boy? I saw a sign today that said, babies change everything. But you know what? The Christ, the baby, the Lord Jesus, well, that did change everything. My friend, if you haven't known, have accepted him as your personal savior, you'll know he'll change you from darkness to daylight, <laughs> to light for sure enough, and he'll bring a good a sweetness in your soul that you've never had before. I think about a first responder, a first faith responder. Or if you think about a, a, just a first a responder, they have to be willing, but willing to go, willing to do. And I think about a first faith responder, the very same idea. They have to be willing. They have to hear the word of the Lord. Now, a first responder, he's not going to just jump on and take off at his own. He's got to wait till a word comes. There's a need. And that need is you've got to go to so-and-so place and see so-and-so. There's a wreck. 
there's someone who's had a heart attack, whatever the need might, they see the need and they're ready to go and respond to that need. But they first got to hear. I'm going to say this, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And we're glad that we have the Scriptures, Word of God, to hear the Word of God. Preachers have to preach. And we, how shall they uh, preach except they be sent? How shall we hear except the, the, a preacher preaches to us? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Let me ask you this. Have you heard? Have you heard to the point, point that you believe? My friend, I tell you, you can hear. Well, I, I, I've heard the Scriptures all my life. Have you heard to the point of believing? Have you trusted Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior? They, ha- they had to hear the Word of God. You have to do that. Uh, there was a special delivery. We know that. They knew that God was speaking uh, uh, when, when the angel Gabriel, he's the good news. You know, someone said, Michael, he's the, he's the, the war, war angel. Every time you see Michael, there's a war getting ready to take place. But then when you see Gabriel, he's the good news angel. Always good, good news when the, Gabriel speaks. And you know, Gabriel, he brings the good word and a spe- like a special delivery to them. Uh, they know that God was speaking, and they knew that God was speaking to them. I remember when I uh, began to be under conviction of my sin, and I knew I'd, I'd, I'd been in church for a number of years. I'd heard the gospel. I understood a little bit about the gospel, but I never really could see it until I first really heard that Jesus Christ, God's Son, went to the cross and paid my sin debt there. And then I understand what a marvelous and wonderful grace of God that is when Jesus took my place. I should have been crucified. I should have suffered and died. My sin full of, my life full of sin and disgrace. But Jesus, God's Son, I say Jesus, God's Son, took my place. Hallelujah, He died in my stead. And I'm set free. Hallelujah, hallelujah, I'm free. And nothing can change that. But you have to hear the Word of God first. If you don't hear the Word of God, faith comes by. You can't hear it from a, a, a mag, some a sports magazine or some a TV program. You've got to hear it from the Word of God. It has to be witnessed to you, preached to you, taught to you, read to you. You have to hear the Word of God. Someone at, at Christmas time, one of my family members said, we have, me and my wife just got through reading the book of Luke. He said, what do you think? I said, well, I'll tell you this. Read the Gospel of John. Next, I said, if you want to understand what it means to believe, truly believe, read the Gospel of John. 21 chapters, over 101 times, John, uh, and there is that faith family where you got believe, believing, faith. And if you, and what John said, many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of this, of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ and believe you might have life through his name. No wonder John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I tell you, read the gospel of John through and over and over again, and you'll understand what it means to believe to the saving of your soul. Hallelujah. (laughs) I love that song. What a day that's going to be. I've been reading the book of Zechariah, and Zechariah says, in that day, in that day, in that day, in that day. It's going to be a great day coming. When, when, what a day that's going to be. When my Jesus I shall see. And I, and he's, and, and I look up on his face, the one who saved me by his grace. I told the preacher a while ago, was sitting, I said, just think of this preacher. You and I are going to be in heaven together forever. <laughs> that's a wonderful thought. I said, but we'll have a glorified body. So there'll be no problem with being, us being in heaven together forever. That is beyond my thinking. I mean, that is absolutely amazing. To be a first faith responder, you have to first hear the Word of God. You have to, then the next thing you do, you have to take God at His Word. 
You can hear it and hear it, but you got to take him at his word. Uh, here they, 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 looked, they, they looked outside of themselves, all these, and fear not, Mary, fear not, Joseph, fear not, Zechariah, fear not, shepherds. <laughs> I mean, they looked outside of themselves to the one speaking to them. And you also got to learn to this, you got to trust someone greater than you. And, the, and we know the Lord Jesus Christ makes it so, so wonderful. I, I love that. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, <laughs> just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. That's a prayer, and I tell you, for me, oh, for grace to trust him more. Thank God. Thank God that we're able to just take him at his word. Uh, I mean, you know, you've you got to hear it, but then just take him at his word. Uh, I love this. These uh, first faith responders, they believed in spite of the difficulties. I told my wife just yesterday, uh, maybe it was today. Maybe it was time goes so fast. I went down to, when I go to the VA there in Salem, I forget all the time. Oh, it's so warm down there. I thought it was in the middle of the summer. It was so nice. I wanted to take my shirt off and just ground short, uh, short sleeves. I mean, it was so nice down. I went down, and I told my wife, I said, all the fellows that I used to hang around with, and sometimes we didn't do two good things hanging around, I said, every one of those men are dead. Every one of them is dead. One of them I knew for sure he trusted Christ as personal Savior. He had a good testimony. Other two, I have no idea. But I think about, you know, here we are, we, we, we go and we spend our, our life. I said, I told my wife, I said, it is so true that scripture, we spend our years as a tale that is told. Here I, I've got grandkids now, and soon have, everyone will be in double digits. My youngest one's going to soon be 10. That means everyone's in double digits. One's graduated from, from college, another one's getting ready to graduate from college, and here I am, 76 years old, and the doctor said today, I look good. I told you that, didn't I? He said, oh, you look good. I said, well, thank you, doctor. I mean, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> but you need to lose some weight. You just keep bringing that back around. And then, it, of all things, I go once a year. You know what he did? He lined me up now. I go in six months of sin. I guess he's going to hold my feet to the fire. See if I've dropped any pounds. I told my wife, I think I could lose some if I just stopped Oreos and milk. If I could just cut and, and payday candy bar and maybe just one little small, and just small Milky Way. If I could just cut those out. Y'all don't mind me putting this little plug in, I could lose some weight. But you know, I think that candy sometimes just like sin. Sometimes we get it and we can't get rid of it. And we just keep fooling with it and keep fooling with it. And it doesn't do anything but cause us all kind of problems. Have to be very, 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 very careful. Uh, I like what the one time the centurion he came to Jesus. He's talking about his um, was his daughter being sick or, or servant? I think it was servant being sick. He said, "You don't have to come." He said, "Just say in a word." And I was reading a, a moment ago through um, Genesis one, and God said, and God said. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, that the sun to rule the day, and the moon to rule the night. And, God, and he made the stars also. And God said, and God said. And we understand the world were framed by the word of God, and God said. And just said in a word. Uh, he speaks, and the sound of his voice is so sweet that the birds hush their singing. 
And the melody that he gave to me is, is within my heart still ringing. Thank God for his wonderful, marvelous, and matchless grace. It's a personal thing. You have to believe. You have to believe. You have to accept him as your own personal Savior, the Lord Jesus. So you have to hear the word of God. You've got to, you got to I believe, uh, take the, the Lord at his word, and then you've got to act on it. I mean, you've got to act. You've got to say, okay, and you've got to move on. And so they just, in conjunction with what they believe, the Lord told Mary, he said, listen, uh, it's uh, three months, six months, excuse me, six months already with, with uh, Elizabeth, your cousin, she's expecting. And so Mary, when Mary heard she was going to have a baby and it's going to be of the Holy Ghost, she took off, stayed with Elizabeth for three months, about the time Elizabeth was going to be delivered. See, she acted. Oh, oh uh, Joseph acted. And when he woke up from the sleep, he, took, he did as the angel told him and took Mary. And when she, gave, she brought forth that, that firstborn in uh, uh, Matthew 1, and, and, and he called his name Jesus. I mean, he will save his people from their sin. <laughs> Have you heard the joyful sound that Jesus saves? Jesus, well, spread that tiding all around. You know what? Jesus saves. Oh, by the way, has he saved you? Have you trusted him as your personal savior? Individually? I can't believe for you and you can't believe for me. And aren't you glad? Aren't I glad? You have to believe for yourself. It's a personal thing. Um, personal savior. Uh, believe it. So they, in conjunction with, with whom they believed, they believed that and uh, uh, actions uh, reveal their faith. You know what James said? He's a half-brother of the Lord Jesus. He says, you say you have faith. He said, you show me your faith without your works. I say, I have faith, and I'll show you my faith by my works. He said, as a matter of fact, faith without any works at all is dead. You know what? That's true. Oh, I believe. Yes, sir. I'm a fierce believer. Oh, I sure do. And never do anything, never come to the house of God, never show any evidence in your life. Oh, I'm a believer. Yes, indeed. I'm a believer. I'll tell you what. Belief calls for and brings action. If you don't have that, something, there's a serious disconnect. And so there again, believe on the Lord Jesus. So the actions reveal their faith. And they just simply did. And I love what the, what the angels did when, the, when, when the, the shepherds, fear not, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with that Gabriel angel, uh, this is the first cantata. They had the words, and now here's the music flowing. Uh, you know, they, they started singing in, in the heavens. What a beautiful, beautiful glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And I'm going to tell you what, and the angel said, my, let's get up. But you know what, what good music and good word will do? It'll produce action. Let's get up and go see this thing that's come to pass. And they went there to Jerusalem and saw the Lord Jesus Christ as, they, as, as was said to be uh, lying in a manger. Oh, what a beautiful. So they simply stepped out by faith. Let me ask you this. Have you remembered your first step of faith? You remember, you may not remember exactly the date, but you remember the situation surrounding when you trusted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. When you by faith say, I do right now take Jesus Christ to be my personal Savior. Have you done that? That's why Jesus came. 
He was born to die that man might live, came to earth new life to give, born of Mary, born so low, many years ago. God the Savior, God the Father gave his Son, gave his own beloved one to this wicked, sinful earth to bring mankind his love, new birth. Have you been born again? And that, that's just plain, and folks, just plain as it can be. Uh, I mean, these first responders, they just simply believed God. They took him at his word, and they acted on that. First faith responders uh, just simply believed God. And uh, I have to admit, sometimes, you know, we find ourselves a little bit shaky when it comes to believing in the Lord in tough situations. I've been in a few tough situations. You probably have too. You know, uh, I, I want to preach. I'm thinking about preaching a message one of these days. Old, old, uh, being old does not a miserable Christmas make. When I think of Simeon and Anna, they were old. They were happy as they could be. I mean, here are these older folks. And most of you folks here are probably over, over 20, 20 years old, probably, 25, going on up a little farther. Y'all heard about as great as mine, so what's that tell you? That's y'all, y'all not fooling me, are you? We're older, and you know what? It does not a miserable Christmas make, does it? Thank God I have something to praise his name for. He saved me by his grace. He keeps me by his grace, and it's wonderful, wonderful indeed. First, responders are met many times with unbelievable situations. So do first faith responders meet also some unbelievable situations. But you know what they have to do? Just simply believe God. Not easy, but it's right. Just simply believe God. He said, that's not earth-shattering. I've heard preachers say that uh, it'll be earth-shattering if you do it. <laughs> it'll be soul. It'll shake your soul. Just simply believe God. No matter what, I'm going to believe God. I don't see how this is going to work out. Just simply believe God. How can that make, how can we get through this? Just believe God. And you know what? That's what it's called a first faith responder in a difficult situation. Well, I'm glad the Lord's good to us. Uh, the Lord Jesus, he, uh, Jesus is, uh, is, is the baby. He's, he is blessed Lord, and I'm glad to know that we can honor him anytime. Now, this coming uh, Sunday is the first day of the brand new year, 2023. If we live that long, can you believe, where did 22 go to? I look around, it's gone, and here we are. If you just do what these first faith responders do, you'll be able to face 2023 no matter what comes your way, just simply believe God. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for loving us.